Hey Paul, you want to see my spreadsheet? I'd love to, man. Yeah. Um, it's got it's got this page here is uh, is for the petrol. Dude, this dude, page, this, this is giving me are, a migraine. We twel- need to stop. There's only fifteen pages. No, that's you know Simon, surely, stop surely what you're you doing. Do a budget. This is like wrong. A, like a daily budget. Stop it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Three Views on Podcast, the podcast where Michael, Paul, and Simon, three gurus from the banking world, sit yeah. down and discuss budgeting. Yeah, I think we recently all uh, left our jobs at the bank, didn't we? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. We We're all upper middle management, semi-respectable career jobs. Yeah. Well, well, let me ask yeah. you this. How often mm. do you have money? How often do I have money? Have money. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Am uh, I in possession of money? Of, of money, yes. Uh, well, look, I, I, am, I don't want to give too much away here. I'm cash only. Okay, so do you, you are often in possession cut. of money. Yeah, I always, I always have money, and when I don't, Simon, I don't. Have any how to often spend. are you in possession of money? Cash or card? Always, always. I'm also always in possession of money. Good. How often do you do math to use that money? Oh, like always. Yeah. How often do you use money? Always. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> by definition, we are regularly using money. I see where you're going which with makes that. Yeah. Experts, yeah. 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 Experts oh, yeah. in money. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Tight logical flow. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 In the same Good. way that we're experts in uh, in breathing. Yes. Yeah. Or yep. footwear. True. Yeah. Clothes. Yep. I'm very expert in clothes. Having hair. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, growing hair. Experts. <laughs> Me for not much longer. <laughs> in in walking. Yeah. 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 Very good. We're professionals. No, that's you've. <laughs> We're not getting paid for money. Okay, you're <laughs> yeah. kind of paying other people anyway. Very always. good. Well, we're we're talking about budgeting today. Yes. Um, a topic very close to my wallet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very close to my right glute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before we 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 sink into this topic, um, Simon, let, let's let's hear how your week's been. My week's been good. I had a a couple of afternoon shifts earlier in the week, so I got to have a couple of sleep ins. Wonderful. Really good. Sleepings are literally my favorite well, thing. Well, I've in the world. just I've I've had a few a, two weeks in a row where I've had four days off. Oh, oh, so good, very good. You know, very, that the, very good. The Catholic so, said that sloth was one of the mortal sins. Right. Well, I <laughs> think I'm not a Catholic. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I've just learned how to sleep in again. Oh, it's so good. Because you know, over summer after oh. after the honeymoon, coming back from. Uh, that straight into work, I was smashing out a fair few busy, busy, da- busy weeks, mm. and um, you know, getting up at six most of the time, and yeah. I've kind of learned how to sleep until eight thirty, nine o'clock. Oh, oh no, you can't unlearn that though. It's so mm. difficult it's to unlearn. I can, but I can because oh, yes. all it needs is, is a week is and a half. Of, yeah, another yeah. Six, yeah. few six o'clock starts, and I'll be right. True. That's one of the things I'm most dreading in my married life is that honeymoon will go straight back into work. Yeah, I've I'm, said I'm it terrified. before. I'm on the record as saying, man, I think that is tough. I think, oh, man, I couldn't do from the honeymoon straight back into the work. Like it's going to be tough. Yeah, it'll be a real shock. We'll do an episode on that one day. Yeah, we will mm. have to, yeah. Yeah, once I've actually gotten married. We should do an episode on that day. Michael Law is angry. Oh, starts gosh. belting us. <laughs> <laughs> I've just gotten back from my honeymoon. I've been at uni all day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm sick of you. Patient died. That. One vomited on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. That's Probably not a good episode. idea. Probably not yeah. a good idea. Mm. So budgeting. Yeah. Fellas, uh, do any of you have a budget? Of course. Yes. Yeah. Mine's more of a theoretical in your brain kind of budget. Okay. <laughs> the aspirational. I mean, it would be good to... Yeah, mine has always been theoretical in my brain, um, but Lucinda is quite good at um, making me keep receipts oh, and yes. <laughs> spending you know ten 
10 minutes every week chucking them in the computer it's pretty good oh into the computer like and you just actually going, record and, and just going calm down simon <laughs> <laughs> that's that's impressive i'm my hat goes off to you do you want to talk us through that that whole i guess discussion you guys had about why that was important oh i'm guessing even, at some point you had a discussion still, as to why still, it was i could i could deal with having it all in my head like it, yeah. it's not that it is so theoretical that Bad, very bad. <laughs> well, yeah. look, for those of you at home who obviously aren't in the room, you're listening to us through uh, an audio-only medium. Mm. Um, Lucinda is in the room. Uh, she's she's come down to Launceston to... Up. to up to Launceston. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's come up to Launceston to, to join us in podcast making. Uh, and she's shaking shaking her, her head at you. Uh, yeah, I don't know quite, why. Quite vigorously. Actually, I know what we could do here. Let's, let's give Lucinda give a mic. Lucinda my mic. Uh, here we go. So Paul Paul doesn't believe in mic stands, so he has a very functional walk around mic. Yeah, um, a roaming mic. And, and we'll get Lucinda's, uh, I guess, version of, of why budgeting is important because you don't seem to believe in it. I I see the merit, and it is helpful because I do. I'm like you, Michael. I will buy something if I think it's a good idea and yep. I can afford it. Yep. But so Lucinda, Lucinda talk us a- through the discussion you had with Simon about why you guys need to record receipts and budget. Well, I would say that it's actually painfully useless at the moment because okay. I sit there, I get my little spreadsheet out, I record all of our receipts and then nothing happens. Like, that's it. We've, we've recorded that and I look at it and go, oh, we've probably spent a bit much. And that's it. That's the end of the okay. budget. Okay, so you guys, you guys are aspirational budgeters well, in that you do all of the work <laughs> and then get your report that says uh, you need to spend less money and you go, eh. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly right. Because wow. I think we need to spend uh, less money. I think it's because Simon and I are opposite in our spending habits. I spend mm-hmm. as little money as possible. Like when I was when I was living at home, I was like, "All right, here's my budget. I'll pay rent, I will buy credit, and I will pay money to get on a bus, and the yep. rest of it will go in my little fund that I just have, yeah, yep. and it just sits there." Okay, that's how I budget. Yep. So, what was it that made you convinced? that having a budget in your uh, marriage, in your, in your new family that you've created, um, what was it that made you think that was an important idea? Well, Simon's dad, being a financial planner, was like, here's oh, the yes. budget for you guys. And we were like, thank you. <laughs> so e- emailed us a spreadsheet. Like, oh, wow. Here you go. I've already Good set it up for you. I've, I've itemised all the things that I, you know, you can add a couple of lines in if you need to, but it's a heap of items here, like all the different insurances and oh, wow. things, just everything. What a gift. Yeah. That's actually really handy. Probably took him like eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. Those, those Excel geniuses. Um, and Lucinda, uh, before we go back to jumping Paul on, on, on the microphone, one last question I want to ask you is if you were going to change one thing about the way you do budgeting, what would it be? Well, I might actually use the budget to inform what we buy and how we, <laughs> and how we buy it. Yep. Like at the moment, it's just something sitting there on my computer. I don't think we actually yep. use it for anything. So yours is much less of a budget, but more expense tracking. Yeah, it's more just a record. It's more just a yep. big receipt. Which like, would be very handy come tax time. And also very handy when you realise you have to spend less things. You can look back and say, well, here's where we've blown it out oh, yeah. big time. Too many trips to Maccas. See this, this Mountain Dew expense? keeps rising (laughs) (laughs) exponential there is one thing actually i just thought of it last week uh i was looking at our i don't know financial statement or something and i went when on earth did we spend that money in this place like i have no idea so i got my specific 
um, location thing on the yeah, mm-hmm. it was like card. Rosny. That's like, a bit oh, vague, okay. and it was a lot of money. I'm like, what? When did we spend that? And I sat there and I looked at my budget and I I went, aha! It was my contacts. Now we know. So ah, the budget has been useful brilliant. for approximately one thing. In That's our handy. Five one thing marriage. is what you need, as long as it's worked for one thing. Yeah. Well, thanks, Lucinda, yeah. for jumping on the podcast and uh, and and explaining why you and Simon have a budget. Uh, do you have any any input on that, Simon? Now that Lucinda can't say anything otherwise. Uh, no, not really. No, no. Not okay. really. Yeah, as I said, I think it'd be good for when we actually have to start shaping our our spending. Mm. Um, I mean, in the last we've been married for five months. In the last little while, we've you know spent a lot of money that we had uh, from wedding presents. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. And also. Um, had a house to fill up. Yeah, of course. No. Beautiful house to fill. Paul's thrown that out the window. Well, Paul, we, we were that. chatting before about budgets. Yeah. And, and you were saying you're a, you're a cash only man. I am, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. And do you have a strong belief in in no furniture? I, I like no furniture. I guess my approach is fairly holistic on this one. I've done the Excel spreadsheet. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it is, I've had really complex budgets and they work a treat for the three weeks that I was able to keep them up. And yeah. then you miss one day and then you miss two All days because you're like, I'm going to have to log two days worth of work. And then it never, and then you're off track for like four weeks. Wow. That's what I do. That's how yeah, I work. Yeah. So my budget is as simple as it possibly can be. Um, I set up a bunch of direct debits, like my phone bill, my Aurora bill, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. It goes automatically. Um, and then the I have like a pool. It's got uh, like, uh, what have we got in there? There's groceries, there's eating out, there is petrol mm-hmm. uh, and a few other bits and pieces. And I just get about, I don't know, X amount of dollars out. And I don't, I don't allocated to any particular fund or anything yeah yeah i just know that the cash in my wallet i can spend and i can't spend any more than that and that's super simple because i won't overdraft anything yeah because you can't you can't physically spend more than you're able to Mm. all your direct debits are taken care of um and it just uh, for me the cash some people are like yeah if i have cash i'll spend it i'm the opposite like that really physical tangible object that you hand over this is all the money i have like you you tap your card boop and then you put it back in your wallet and you put the wallet back in your pocket. Nothing's changed. And you, I feel like nothing's changed. Whereas oh. if I hand over a $20 note and get back a 10, I'm like, that hurts. I see. Like that, I can't spend that now on something else. Like, yeah, yeah. It makes it so much more real. Yeah. Okay. So I see, I, I, long story short, it's, it's very simple, very uh, sort of rudimentary, but I stick to it. Mm. And that really helps. Yeah, yeah. And you're, you're a real minimalist in, in uh, living spaces is that the way you describe that essentially like i i always say either yeah i could well just be one step away from a nervous breakdown at all times but <laughs> cluttered spaces gives me a clutter give me a cluttered mind man yeah, yeah. Like when when a place is really filled and packed and there's something on every ledge and and every every bit of wall is occupied by a poster or a painting or yeah, yeah. photos like i just feel like my brain is full i yeah. get I feel really relaxed in large open spaces. Yeah. Well, we walked into into this this new place um, mm. where my fiance is living at the moment, and we're just borrowing the space to record the podcast. Yeah, uh, but the place is being renovated at the moment. Mm. Um, so there's like I don't know, there's like sanding patches on the wall where it's been filled, and uh, there's not very much furniture in here, and it's a newly open plan. And Paul just walks in and goes. This is a really nice place. Ah, like, oh, it is, yeah, man. There's like, nothing here. Are you going to leave it like this? <laughs> no, oh. we plan to put furniture in. Have some, have some bigger couches so everyone can have a couch. 
Yes. Good. A houch. A houch. Yep. Everyone can have a houch. Yeah, that's happens if you miss the I'd like a houch. Couch. couch for yeah. all. Yeah. Um, that's what we've yeah. always said. That's what we stand for. One of our big things that we stand for on the 3V podcast. Yeah, yeah. Houches. Houches, yep. houches <laughs> for everyone. The 3V podcast. The three <laughs> Actually, weirdly not far off some episodes, <laughs> depending on when we post them. But um, but yeah, I think that's a good, it's a good maxim. Go for the, it's deliberately inefficient, but simple and easy mm. to keep up. Yep. See, I've fallen into the exact opposite of that, I reckon. Yeah. When I was in grade 11 and grade 12, I was like, exactly like you, Simon and Lucinda. I had, I think, Microsoft Money, like a 1999 <laughs> edition or something. Um, then I logged everything in and I had wow. like... Like, like you'd put pie charts with how much you're spending on all different categories. No. It did like growth graphs and showed me like mm. what my potential earnings could be. You could set up a goal and all that. And I was like, I was killing it, man. Nice. Mm. I, I planned to go on a ski trip in grade 11 and I like saved up for that and had like printout sheets of like what my savings would be if I wow. worked so many oh, hours. Yeah. And yep. yeah, it was pretty intense. Uh, and then I went to uni and got caught up in the whole doctor thing. Yes. I think most of you've probably met doctors and part of being a doctor, they're kind of a the feel of being a doctor is yes. that you are well-dressed in expensive clothes. You drive a fancy, expensive car. You have a salary that matches that expensive lifestyle and you live in an expensive house. Mm. Uh, and as a student, there's a part of that that most of you come from families of doctors and you live that expensive uh, life. Yeah. Uh, and for those of us who aren't from that background, uh, there's an expectation that you sort of jump up into that. Yes. Uh, and I definitely fell into that hard. Mm. And since then, I've just been trapped in the spending thing. I think I'm better than I used to be, but yeah. It's so easy to, to start to equate physical possessions with uh, like spiritual happiness. Yeah. It, it's, there's such a pull. And even if no matter how far down that particular slippery slope you are, you know it's an empty promise. Oh, yeah. You know, and and I, I definitely found that. The more money I would spend on stuff to try and fill some sort of void, mm. you just get more and more sick of buying stuff yeah exactly mm. and that's the thing i think with budgeting it's a powerful tool but it actually doesn't really get you anywhere because if you're budgeting but you're still looking at all the different catalogs and drooling over stuff and then you're you're actually all the money you're able to save um is is going towards that new purchase of that thing that you're really stoked to get or is going to fulfill you like that's just as redundant as blowing out um on buying like five dollars worth of maccas every day or whatever yeah, yeah. like it's still it's still a, a really um the goal is unsatisfactory. Yeah. Well, the thing is that that culture pushes us the other way. I mean, you have to watch television for five minutes before someone's telling you that you need to buy something. Yeah. Mm. Not that you could buy something. Yeah. Or that this is a nice product that, you know, could work well for you. But no, you need that product. Or you own an iPhone and you need the new one as soon as it comes out. I mean, that's, that's yeah. a big push. That's, uh, have you considered that's what, how much better your life would be if yeah. you had the new iPhone? If you had this. Or if you had a Dyson vacuum, how much better would yeah. your life be? <laughs> or a Thermomix or like yeah. any number of things. Uh, yeah. There is that instant. Like this will give you a quality of life. That is amazing. Well, and I think um, that's, where the, that's where the gospel, um, the good news of Christ comes to play so well because it's, it's a satisfaction that is not because of circumstances or possessions, but mm. often in spite of possessions or circumstances. So you get the end goal. That's what people don't... Like Christianity isn't like going through life and hating yourself and depriving yourself for heaven so you can finally get there and finally be happy. It's that you actually get the happiness, but mm. you don't have to start pursuing it through Thermomixes and Mercedes-Benzes. Like, yeah. you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like you get the end result without without trying to buy it or get more stuff or fill a spot, you know? Yeah. 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 Mm. One of the big things in, in Christianity is this idea of generosity. 
Mm. And what I want to ask you guys is, is how do you budget for generosity? Yeah, sure. You, put, you? It, you put it in there. <laughs> you just do. Yeah. It's generousness. It was one of the line, yeah, it was one of the line <laughs> items Dad whacked in the... Yeah, yeah. Okay, in that's the, it. In the budget. Yeah. Cool. Paul, do you have anything to add on that? Um, I run it at the moment at like a $0 budget, right? So I, I don't earn, I don't save anything. I got savings from previous work when I was working full time and that's cool. Um, and part of me feels weird sharing the, because a lot of what we do with our money is meant mm. to be sort of kept. But oh, I think for the purposes here, yeah, yeah. We, can, we can talk about it. Um, so I, I have a $0 turnaround every week. I spend exactly what I make and I need to spend it. Like I, okay. I'm not, there, there is no fat really on the budget. And that's okay. I'm really happy to live like that because only working two days a week means I can spend the majority of my time doing things which I think are immensely valuable mm. and add a lot to a lot of people's lives. And yeah, yeah. that's what I'm... So part of my budgeting is just having to be pretty stringent so I limit my outgoings so I can limit my income yeah, yeah. and do a lot with my free time, I mm. think. And part of, part of the marriage thing will be then um, I plan on... We, we just want to live off my wage. Sort yeah. of take whatever um, LB earns and give half and save half. And just as simple as po- again, there's no no fire charts here, no big document, but that's just how we'll go. Yeah, we won't give all to the same charity or church or whatever. Some mm. will be set aside for hospitality, or some will be aside yeah, yeah. for like giving cash to our friends. Others will go overseas, you know that that sort of thing. Mm. But that'll be how save half, give half, and then just live off what I earn. Yeah, cool. It's mm. a nice simple system. It is super simple. It suits you well, Paul. Thank you, friend. I, I don't think I've ever met anything that's complicated about you other than your use of the English language. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> well, very good. Look, we talked a lot about budgeting today. Um, what I want to give you guys the opportunity to do is if you have like one final wisdom statement mm-hmm. uh, or something that you wanted to add on, on budgeting, uh, what mm-hmm. would it be? I would say uh, it's on budgeting, but it's also in a broader way on lifestyle. And I'd be interested to see... Um, what you guys think. I, I read a lot of a, a blog called The Minimalists. I like yeah, those yeah. guys. You love them. I do. Yeah. If you I, were engaged to Elby, you would marry one of the minimalists. I'd try I, I feel, in a yeah. state where it was legal. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there is what they, they categorize everything into wants and needs and likes, right? Yeah. Um, I reckon their advice was really good. They got out of a lot of debt. They were earning like 100 grand a year, but spending 115 grand and just going right. into debt, right? Wow. In corporate jobs. And they, they divided up wants, needs, likes and got rid of all their wants. Um, things like, uh, I think they said like satellite radio or cable TV. And then they even went one step further and got rid of their likes, like the things that they like to have. Like maybe even a TV, they sold it, they regained the money. And so for a while, they were just living off their needs. What mm. do we need? Well, we need to pay a power bill. We need to put a roof over our head. We need um, to run a car. Like that, that's it, just the needs. I would encourage people to do that. Like I, I did that about three months ago, just went right back to the needs and it was awesome. Mm. Like uh, my, the quality of my life didn't deteriorate. We're actually surprisingly adaptable. Like wow. you, you get rid of your Spotify and you get rid of your Netflix and then you read more or you go on more walks or you spend, you meet people for coffee or whatever. That time that which used to be fairly dead time suddenly becomes reclaimable and you're paying less. Yeah. So that would be like if you, if you ever have like money issues or woes, just get rid of everything except your needs. Um, and not only will you save money, and you will, but I, I can almost guarantee your quality of life mm. after maybe two or three days of getting used to it, uh, will, it will increase too. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Even if you don't end up actually cutting out those things, I reckon going through that exercise of saying, what what do I actually need mm. and what is just extra yeah. is a really helpful thing. And then being able to have that discussion with your partner or with your family or even if you're living by yourself, being able to have that discussion by yourself to say, well, what, where am I actually throwing money into things I don't need? Mm. Um, and then evaluating, you know, what's actually important to me? Yeah. Super helpful. Mm. Mm. Very wise, Paul. Simon? I have much less to say. Almost yeah. nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. Um, one thing that sticks out to me that I always uh, think about but isn't really an issue for me, um, I was taught that um, debt is bad. Like yeah. if there's younger people listening, this mm. can be a this can be a big thing. Credit cards are bad. Don't oh, yeah. get a credit yeah. card. That's a, that's number one. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, because I have one and it's bad. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah, there's no such thing as good debt. Like no. may, maybe no. a home loan. No debt. Maybe a home loan. Maybe yeah. a home loan. Mm. Um, but brother, yeah. Other than that, yeah. Oh. You don't. I want was any... in debt for four weeks. Yeah. To my parents, and I I was in a good job at the time, but I paid off like five and a half grand. In about three weeks, just slaying the overtime, nose to the grindstone, because the feeling was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. And again, maybe it's just because it wasn't as like, yeah, I, I owed someone, it was something extra to think about. There was that added layer in everything, but I have never felt so uncomfortable oh, as those three weeks of stress. In, builds in death. Yeah. 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 Indeed. So that's my tip. That's our tip? Yep. All right. My tip is don't let your worth be defined in the possessions you have. Amen. Don't ever let mm. yourself become that person. Yeah, uh, And if you feel like you're becoming that person, uh, ways to pick it up are, am I buying this because I need it? Uh, am I buying this because I want it? Or am I buying this because I feel it needs to add something to me that I need this to feel worth or value uh, or to be able to fit in? Uh, and if you get to that place, really start reevaluating what are my values in my life? Um, because possessions will never love you because um, they're possessions. <laughs> Uh, and friends that you gain through possessions will never be true friends. Mm. Um, and your value and the things that you're searching for in life will never be fulfilled by the stuff you can accumulate. You'll always need more stuff. Amen. Yeah. yeah. And I know a guy who is awesome um, and he values you. So if you ever get stuck in that, send me a message and I'll tell you all about him. Oh, so... Youth pastory. Oh, yeah. I can't even believe I know a guy. <laughs> yeah. To the bone. To the bone. Oh, guys, this has been, um, what is this again? The Three Views on Podcast? Yeah. Yep. That's what it is. Indeed. Uh, on budgeting. Um, we hope it's been helpful um, or at least confusing. Um, <laughs> Those at least are make you think about it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and look, as usual, you can get in contact with us in a bunch of different ways. Let us know what you're thinking. Um, and look, seriously, if, if you're thinking you're having troubles with money or budgeting or financial stuff um don't come talk to us message uh, me message seriously Paul. i will t- i will talk to you at length uh if not we recommend financial advisors they're great um i'm good. Simon's, money. simon's dad he, is he a financial that's the advisor? financial planner planner there you go if you if you're stuck like if you're well and truly stuck financial planning be great um but yeah talk to talk to paul he'll I'll tell talk you, to you he'll tell you about what you need and what you don't need Amen. Very good. Well, this has been 3Views On Podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the show. Check us out at 3ViewsOn.com. Submit topics there. Check out the episodes. Check out the theology sessions and some sermons as well by Paul, uh, myself, and Simon, do you have any sermons? No, 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 I don't. Well, when you you preach your first one, we'll we'll publish it up there. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be great. (laughs) So good. Well, guys, that's all. Keep living the dream. It's been real.